Again. Is that on? Oh, yeah. Okay. Welcome oh. to the Back Row oh. Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Niddle. Hope my mom didn't see me just do that. I'm, I'm waiting on you to put a, a hot fire wrap to that beat. I could do it. Okay. Well, I, I could do it. I just want to sing some like Skinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, I haven't told you, but um, I got notification that the uh, the wreck of the Cleveland Browns has is finished production. Oh, I don't have it yet, but it's, it's a song I wrote that's mostly irrelevant right now. But it's a, it's good. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of exciting. I'm so frustrated. Like half the stuff I reference in it, I'm like, damn it, he's gone. He's gone too. Dang it. Oh, oh. No, All right. I hate it when things we'll, we'll, take. We'll remix six it. Months. We'll remix it. All right. Let Barker do it. So what's up? What's this? What's this show about? All right. So so Post this us. show is going to be. Well, first off, we're going to talk about the election result. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. I don't even know what happened. No, I I don't either. I mean, I voted, but that's none of anyone's business. So yeah. Did Are, did did you guys get the sticker? The I vote I, sticker? Yeah, I, I never do that. I'm like, no, no, no. That's just an entire, it's a waste of money. I'm good. Oh, my God. It's in my front pocket. <laughs> I need to take that out. Change your pants, Chad. Gee, me. I know. Oh, you're wearing sweaty shorts now since you ran here. That's right. What, what are you doing over there? Are you, are you recording? I'm doing all kinds of stuff. So, listen, here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to have a grade the trade episode. We're also going to be live on the Twitter. Hey, what's up? I've also given out the phone number to the studio Okay. for folks to call in and ask us to grade the trade. So, the phone number should be on the live video. It's 740-395-1323. Yeah. Cool. Okay. 395, Dan Marino, Michael Jordan, as I like to call it. <laughs> so uh, let's jump right into the Grade the Trade episode. First, we have uh, Stoops, our boy Stoops. We love you, Stoops. We do love you, Stoops. Stoops is like literally the first fan of the Back Row Fantasy Show, not named Bark, Arms, or Knit. Me, yes. Right. So don't know who I'm going to keep the like camera on. You, Probably how Arms' you, beautiful face. How did you find us, Stoops? That's, that's kind of, I'm curious. It's like... We release Stoops sends us a message on on Twitter. It's like, oh, thanks, Stoops. Yeah. Like, have you been waiting on this? Did you know we were going to do it before we did? I, I like think he did. did. I feel like he did. Stoops might be psychic. Stoops even asked me to to uh, give him the link to the my bookie, to so he could go on and and get some my bookie cash and do some gambling. So my bookie cash. Thought that was really cool. But grade the trade. Call in. Uh, ask us to grade your trade until we get those calls. If we get those calls, we are going to go ahead and uh, preloaded. Reel off the preloaded. Yeah. The preloaded trade. So Stoops uh, sent in, and again, for people that just joined, 740-395-1323. Call in. Ask us to grade your trade. You'll be on the show. It'll be glorious. I had uh, no idea he was doing this live thing, did you? No. No, no, I, I, complete, I didn't know nobody. Complete surprise. So anyways, first off, we've got Chris Stoops says uh, AJ, he traded A.J. Green, right. Aust, or 
this trade happened. We're going to grade it one side or the other. AJ Green, Austin Eakler, and a second for Tyreek Hill. Mm. Yeah, just that. AJ Eakler and a second for Tyreek. You know what? I, I, I'm going to jump right in the water right here. Give me Tyreek, man. Dude's been electric. I expect him to be even just better and better and better. A.J. Green is kind of uh, plateaued. Or still, still an elite wide receiver. Eckler don't have a whole lot of faith in long term. And a second round's kind of a flyer anyway. Dude, I love Tyreek Hill. I took him over Keenan Allen in uh, startup drafts this year. I, I've just been a believer before Pat Mahomes exploded, even bigger Tyreek fan now that uh, Patrick Mahomes has just done what he's done all year, been the, the best fantasy quarterback in the game. Give me Tyreek Hill. I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill as well here. Um, my biggest thing about Tyreek, I mean, he's the number four overall fantasy receiver. Green's 13, and you're dealing with a backup running back who's, who's – uh, his, volume, his volume's dependent upon game flow and how, how well they're doing. And then, of course, as you said, a second's a flyer. What are you spending a second on? In IDP leagues, you're spending on defensive players. I mean, maybe a flyer wide receiver. Maybe you're going to get lucky, but what are the odds you're getting lucky on that second rounder? You know you've got a young Tyreek Hill versus that aging A.J. Green. Give me Tyreek all day. Okay, so what do you grade this trade, giving that up for Tyreek? Give us a grade. I'm, I'm going to give it a B. I don't think this is that bad of a trade on either side. I think it's a pretty, it, it's a fair trade. Uh, you know, if you're the tire, if you gave away tire kill and got that, got AJ in return, maybe you paired uh, Alistair Eichler with Melvin Gordon, uh, and you get the second. I mean, I, I don't think you lost that trade. I'm going to give it overall. It's not like you, either team stole anyone or anything like that. It's it's a B for me. I mean, it's just a good, solid trade. I'm going with a B-plus on this because, same thing, you get the volume. Odds are the guy who had Tyreek just needed something to start some sort of a rebuild. Just a boost. He needed that, that next-year boost, and he's got that next-year boost. AJ, AJ Green's not retiring. No. You know, he's got a few years left in the tank. He's got three or four. Uh, Eakler, you know, if you hang on to him, if you, as you said, if you paired him, paired him with Mel, uh, Melvin Gordon, huge for you. Yeah. That is great for you. If you just added him as, you know, a flex-type option or that bi-week running back, more power to you, man. Eckler, whenever he's getting, whenever he's when he's getting the volume, into it. He's, he's solid. So, absolutely. And then, of course, you know, that second. You could hit. You could hit. But what what are you giving up if you don't? Even even AJ Green and Austin Eckler for Tyreek Hill isn't a bad trade. You're getting the bonus second there. That's a free second yeah. round pick. It's, so. it's a fairly even trade. I like the trade. I give it a B as well. Uh, I I think uh, with AJ Green starting to age out just a tad, he's still great. But Tyreek Hill is a beast. So AJ Green and Eckler and a second for Tyreek. I like that trade for to acquire Tyreek. So it's a B for me as well. Stoops also wanted us to ask uh, Yeldon and a first for David Johnson. Mm. Which side do you want and what do you give the trade? That really depends on how bad that team that has that first is. Yeah. Because I'm not a huge believer in David Johnson right now. Um, if it looks like it's going to be a very high pick, hey, Yeldon in the first. I mean, it, Yeldon's established himself as that the third down back, even with Fournette back. So that's not awful, but I want the David Johnson side right now, especially if it's not a premium pick in the first round. I'll take the the Johnson side, but it's it's pretty even. I'm gonna go with 
I'm going to say a B minus. To me, to me, I it depends on where you are on both sides of this. If you're acquiring David Johnson for a stretch run and you give up a first in TJ Yeldon, really you're just giving up a first. I'm not as big of a TJ Yeldon fan. I think he's very uh, expendable in the in the offseason or trade bait. Young Claude Van Dam expendable? Yeah, I'm I'm not a very big TJ Yeldon fan. Uh he's just very he's taking advantage of the opportunities he's been given, but then again, he just doesn't do he doesn't bring the electricity and the dynamic running back that I want that I that I want at a running back position both uh, in the NFL and on my fantasy team. So if I needed a running back, I'm happy getting David Johnson for a first in TJ Yeldon. I'll give uh, both sides a win here. Uh, if you're David, if you gave up David Johnson, you're getting a first. More again, more power to you in a rebuild uh, scenario there. So I'm gonna stay right in there. This is not just blown away on either side. Just a B. You're getting the tenth overall running back and a first for David Johnson, who's the thirteenth overall running back right now. Now, with that being said, we assume T.J. Yeldon's volume is going to go down. We know it's. I mean, you know it's going to be. I, yeah. I mean, I don't disagree, but, you know, Johnson long-term looks like a better option. But Yeldon's performed well this year, but a lot of it has to do with the health of uh, Fournette. I agree. There's a reason they drafted Fournette, and, and I mean that reason is that Yeldon is not the future or part of their long-term plans. And it is a crowded backfield. I like this side uh, for the the team acquiring David Johnson. Uh, you know how I am with picks. Not a big fan of picks. I give picks away like candy. So if I have Yeldon in the first, I'm giving it for DJ all day long. DJ's still young. Yes, this may be a lost season, uh, but once that team figures it out, David Johnson's going to come right back into relevance as a top five guy, in my opinion. So Yeldon in the first for DJ. Give me DJ all day long, and I'm going to give it an A if you acquired David Johnson for Yeldon in the first. All right. One more thing on David Johnson. I mean, he's proven he's proven this year on a horrendous team that he can still be mildly productive, unlike you know Shady McCoy in in Buffalo, who just cannot get it going. Absolutely cannot get it going with no passing game around him. David Johnson's still been fairly relevant. He hasn't been a threat at, for 100 yards, hasn't even come close to 100 yards on the ground, but he still catches the ball. When Arizona scores, usually on the back of David Johnson. So, yeah, I'll, I can bump it up to a B-plus or so if you're acquiring David Johnson there. Okay, last one for Stoops. Last uh, grade the trade question from him. Three firsts and Philip Lindsay. Woo! Or Kareem Hunt. Wow. And, and I'm, I'm going to start this one off. Give me Kareem Hunt. Wow. Because Kareem Hunt is one of the elite backs right now in the league. Philip Lindsay looks good. He don't look elite yet. I don't know and if he's ever going to in that backfield. I don't either. And to me, if you can acquire a top running back for just picks and a mid-tier running back, you do it. I don't yeah. even care what the amount of picks are. Like, how many can you possibly have? If you can get Kareem Hunt for three firsts and Philip Lindsay, give me Kareem Hunt. I want to win now. Here, here's the weird thing for me. I'm trying to uh, analyze this trade to figure out what exactly happened between the owners here. For one, if you're giving up three picks, three first and Philip Lindsay uh, for Kareem Hunt. What did you do a, to get three first rounders? Like well, you had to have given them a premium player in the preseason, right? But but on the same note, if you're giving that up to acquire him, you you got to be in a decent situation to be able to make it a run here. So uh, it sounds like the side giving up the three picks in Philip Lindsay 
and acqu- the, the side that's acquiring Kareem Hunt is in the playoff push right now. So hey, I'll I'm I'll second that. I I hate giving up three first in any trade, but the, we're talking about Kareem Hunt, the premier a premier back on a premier offense. If you're in that stretch run, trying to make a playoff push. Give me that. So give me Kareem Hunt side of this all day long. See, I don't. I'm going to go the other way, man. Three first rounders for for any running back, and then you're you're adding in a, a solid back like Philip Lindsay. Once again, I don't know if he's ever going to own the backfield entirely. Agree. And, and next year, Royce Freeman could just take off and start walk away with the job. We don't. And there's know that. no threat to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, there is no threat to Kareem Hunt. Won't be for four or five years. Kareem Hunt is in a very good, efficient offense with a solid quarterback, solid receivers, a great tight end. Like, I appreciate everything Kareem Hunt's going to do, but I just feel like the guy giving up the three first is maybe maybe stretching. He's given you're giving up too much, in my opinion. Unless that is the only piece you need to to bring home the championship. Win a champ. Yeah. If you're sitting there looking at you know you have Adam Thielen and Mike Thomas and you know a very solid maybe now Sean Jeffrey as your number three. And and you've got you know I I can't even imagine what your running backs look like if you're willing to give up Philip Lindsay in those three first to get Kareem Hunt. But again, you're in a good situation. Lindsay apparently. would have to be your best running back if you're willing to that, give that's, that up. That's that's my me. thing. If if Lindsay's your best running back, okay, yeah, I get that at that point. But man, like you're giving up a lot of pieces to rebuild to where in the off season. You could, if if you're a decent team in the off season, you could unload those three picks to somebody <laughs> that uh, dead ass last team that needs those picks. Get a couple of premier players for those three first. It kind of sounds like the owner giving up three picks is might be his last year in the league. <laughs> might might be. He, he's yeah, just he, selling out the win and he's, he's retiring. He he probably traded away his whole draft class and either <laughs> has to pay the league fee now or he's got to deal with the commissioner. Uh, that states, hey, if I get three firsts back where I traded away every pick, if I get those three firsts back, can I uh, not pay the league fee next year and bail? Because I'm in that situation in one league now. I owe for next year because I traded my whole draft class <laughs> of 2019 away. So I'm about to make that same deal. Like, hey, Kamish, if I get a couple firsts back, can you let me out of my obligation to the league and move on? Uh, we got real, a- real quick, I mean... To hammer it home on the Philip Lindsay, just looking at the Philip Lindsay to Kareem Hunt side of this, I mean, Philip Lindsay's been solid. Even with or without Royce Freeman, he's putting up double digit fantasy points a week, but you're basically doubling them with the possibility of of tripling that output when you go to a Kareem Hunt. His high weeks are 35 points. Yeah. His, his, His medium weeks are still better, well better than Philip Lindsay. So. Man, I, I, I do like getting Kareem Hunt, but that is a stretch. A little bit of a stretch. Grading it if, out, this is kind of a C. If, I, I, I don't, see, for man. both sides? Are you saying a C for both sides? Kareem Hunt, you, it's a it's a B. You got Kareem Hunt. You got it a B. If you're acquiring the first, it's a B. But overall, the trade's just kind of, ugh. If I've got Kareem Hunt and I'm, I don't think and it's and an I'm in equal a full trade. rebuild, like that's, about, that's a good trade. If I'm in full rebuild and I'm getting Phil Plenzi and those first, you've got a, a running back you can use. And then hopefully, hopefully you hit on your draft picks, and you're a lot more likely to hit in the first round than the second or third. Okay. I mean that that's a that's a rebuild trade to me. The the one other thing I'll kick in is this 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 draft class ain't looking good. It doesn't look like quarterback last year's running backs. No, this so maybe maybe giving up those thirds or those three firsts it could 
pan out perfect because there's just not going to be a lot of superstars within this draft class upcoming. I agree. Uh, this draft class, that's, again, another reason I'm comfortable trading away my picks is this draft class doesn't look elite, and Cream Hunt is. so No Saquon. I, I grade the deal if you acquired Cream Hunt as a B. Uh, if you acquired Lindsey in the three first, I'm giving you a C. It, it's it's desirable, depending on your team. If you're a rebuild, if you're a contender, this deal makes sense for, for two different types of teams. So it's a B for Hunt, a C for Lindsey. Uh, if, if it's two playoff teams, the the guy who has the uh, who acquired Cream Hunt won. Yeah, if, yeah. It's, if it's two playoff teams, hands down. You just you went plus ten points at a minimum yeah. at that running back at that running back position. So so we have uh, Jay at Bruno MLB. He says at work can't call, uh, but would you give Lindsey for Fournette or Lindsey for Lamar Miller? Ooh. I don't think I'd give Lindsay up for either one of them. Man, say it one more time. I, Lindsay for Fournette or Lindsay for Lamar Miller. I'd roll with Philip Lindsay for the rest of the year. I don't believe in Leonard Fournette. I mean, he as soon as something tweaks in that hamstring, he's going back possibly on the IR. I mean, he's he's already proven that he's not a a workhorse type back. He's a workhorse when he's healthy, but he's not a competitor to me, man. He isn't going to stay in the game. Uh, he, just not going to stay in the game and work through a nagging injury. Philip Lindsay is he's he's in there to prove his worth with this opportunity of Royce Freeman being shelved for a little bit. And uh, who's the other one? Uh, Lamar, Lamar Miller. Miller. No, not well, even close. That's I, not I even close. do not lo- pass on Lamar Miller all day long. I love Philip Lindsay compared to uh, Lamar Miller. The the Leonard Fournette's interesting. But scary. The one got, thing about Fournette, second, Bob. The one thing about Fournette is you are dangerously close to this being a lost season for the Jaguars. Danger, yes. Dangerously close. They're a loss away from uh, a mailing it in, mailing it in, and Fournette. And you know what? Now nah, I'm just getting healthy this off season. Like he's just not. He, come he's back. selfish. That's yes. the word I was. That's the word I was searching for. Leonard Fournette is very, very selfish football player, and, and that's scary from a fantasy standpoint because oh, my hamstring hurts. I'm I'm gonna go to the bench. Ouch, my hammy! <laughs> I pulled a hammy. All right, so our boy Bob Miller asks Mike Evans and Chris, uh, what's Herndon? Gosh, Chris, ho- Chris Herndon. Herndon. Chris Herndon. I thought it was Chris, but you got Mike Evans, Chris Herndon for Zach Ertz. Thoughts on that one? Woo! I mean, you must really need a tight end because I'm key. I, Evans has looked good several times this year, and it doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. Evans is, you know, a premier receiver. I'm going to keep my premier receiver with Herndon chipping in a little bit here and there. Now, if the drop off is, let's say Mike Ertz, or excuse me, Mike Evans is your number one, and your number four, you're dropping to say a Golden Tate, someone like that. Okay, I get that. That and, and you have work. nobody. You have Chris Herndon at tight end. Yeah, and yeah. And, you, and your tight end just is god awful. The the difference between you know Herndon and uh, and Ertz is is it's a chasm. It's huge. But the difference between Mike Evans and your number three or excuse golden, me, your, your number four, tape. it's not nearly as big. So, I, I mean, I'm going to try to keep keep a hold of Evans. You know, in, unless I have solid wide receivers the rest way around. So, listen real quick. If you are watching on Twitter, we are recording. It is for uh, it is video on YouTube. It is audio for the podcast. You can call in 740-395-1323 as linked in the description. If you would like to get your trade graded, 
by the fantasy teachers. <laughs> Bring Don't. out the paddle, Nick. Bring out the paddle. He's been a bad trader. I'm a spank you. <laughs> what was that again? No, I'm not saying that okay. like that again. So anyways, yes, call in. It will be live on the show. It will be recorded for the show. Do I not get any input on this? Go ahead. I was just letting them know. Nah. Anybody who's joined in, you go ahead with your Herndon. Uh, and Mike Evans for Zach Ertz. I'm kidding. I, I was just going to echo what he had said. The only way this trade works for the guy getting Ertz, the only way it works for Ertz is if you just have a, a an absolutely star-studded, star-crowded wide receiving core. I'm not giving up Mike Evans for Zach Ertz. Uh, I mean, they put a very similar production. Period. And I get it. You're going from Herndon to Ertz. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. That is great. My advice here, my my biggest advice here is keep Mike keep Mike Evans. Go play go play games with Herndon and something else for a little less of an upgrade. You don't have to go to Earths if you have a star studded wide receiving core. Try to acquire Trey Burton, Ricky Seals Jones, someone like that. Bob I, Bob I, did want us to know that it is PPR that he's asking about for this trade. Uh, I keep Mike Austin Evans. Ho- go, go get Austin Hooper. I mean, there's a lot of tight end. Again, that tight end landscape is void outside of Ertz, uh, Kittle, etc. You know, uh, Kelsey Gronk. I mean, we can't even go Gronk in there anymore. But I, my advice would be keep Mike Evans. Work your trade wire. Work your trade bait with Herndon and something else to acquire a mid-level tight end. Improve a little bit that way. I've got to add that Herndon the past handful of games is putting up double digits. He's emerging. But uh, one 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 catch two weeks ago with the touchdown. One one catch with touchdown. His high is sixty two yards and no touchdown. So I I am scared of Herndon. I I understand the uh, I understand the the worry there of starting him week in week out if you're trying to make a playoff push or especially a championship push. But I just think you can do you can do better than giving up Mike. Evans, man, yeah. he's just a stud. We had he's a number trade. five. He's number five uh, in PPR right now. Can't do it. We had a trade question. They sent it on the live feed. It disappears almost quicker than you can read it. Unfortunately, bang bang. If you can call, the number is posted on uh, on Twitter. It is posted on the live video. Definitely call in. We'd love to talk to you and uh, hear about your trade voice to voice. But if you want to send that trade back through the live thing, we'll try to read it before it disappears. Uh, the next one, we've got our fill-in, uh, Jeremy Lambert, that's filled in on the show a few times. He asks, Aaron Jones and Keenan Allen, which were his, did he make the right trade in dealing Aaron Jones and Keenan Allen for Tyreek Hill and Jesse James, the outlaw? I'll I mean, start it off, yeah. I, lo- I love Tyreek Hill, man. I told you, I think I said, was it this year or the last one that I said, I took Tyreek Hill over Keenan Allen before this season started, based on the talent level of the two, I like Tyreek Tyreek Hill's talent more than Keenan Allen. And then you add in Patrick Mahomes and what he's done. Tyreek Hill's a win all day long. What's he number three overall? Number uh, four overall in PPR? So I mean, he's top five. seven. I think. All right, he he's a top ten guy all day long. Keenan Allen's fluctuated. Uh, on game, off no, game. Tyreek kills a game winner for you. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek's four. Tyreek uh, Hill's a top five guy, Keenan and he's Allen's a game winner. Twenty-one. Winner. Yeah, sixty-point gap. Now we're talking about the tight end portion of that. Uh, yeah, Jesse James. I mean, that's kind of a toss-in. It's basically Aaron Tyreek. Jones and Keenan Allen for Tyreek. Yeah, and Aaron Jones is you know he's got potential, but he, he's fumbling issues. If 
I'm giving Aaron Jones with Keenan Allen to get Tyree Kill. I'm not that worried about losing Aaron Jones. I like his potential, but, you know, when's the last time? I mean, they give Jamal Williams the ball at the goal line every now and again, and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. If it was just Aaron Jones' backfield, I would probably lean towards Allen and Jones. But, no, you, Lambert, you made the right decision. Tyreek Hill, is, he's a baller, and he's going to be a baller for the next five years. Keenan Allen might have a freaking spleen rupture next year. Yeah, I the, mean, he gets the freakest injuries. Yeah, the other thing I know about this, this – uh, trade is the makeup of Lambert's team what he gave away the Aaron Jones and and Keenan Allen to get Ty, just basically Tyreek Hill uh he still has the Chubb. makeup of his team is Saquon Barkley Nick Chubb who else he got he, he's got a tons of Royce Freeman uh, he's got someone else too yeah tons of young running backs all day <laughs> Lambert just tried to just tried to call in actually yeah <laughs> but uh, knowing the makeup of his team makes it even it, it makes more sense for him to get rid of keenan and give up maybe maybe you give up a little too much and aaron jones into it but tyreek hill is just a, like you said a, a weak winner yeah he's a stud man i'm right. still lambert yeah i'm gonna we're gonna try to get him on there real quick because he did try to call in that is so loud. It really is. Super loud. I can fix that. <laughs> You're ringing my eardrums, literally and figuratively. Yo. What's up, Lambert? What's happening? Oh, nothing. We're talking trades. Do you have one you want to get graded live on the air? No, I just heard you guys talking smack about my trade. Figured I'd call <laughs> in. It was a good trade. We're saying you won. <laughs> I know. This is the only kind of trades I make, Arms. <laughs> we know that you. We know you're only going to win. <laughs> the only trades you make are the ones to where you definitely have the advantage. I got that. Yeah, and I and I am sorry. Like Twitter, the live watchers, you can't hear the incoming call because it's uh, going straight to the video and audio feed. But Lambert's talking. He he thinks we're talking smack about him. But uh, we're, yeah, we're we no, no. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. Oh, thanks. Well, we we appreciate, I, I appreciate a hard time. I appreciate the kind words about my trade. Yeah, you won that one. Undoubtedly won that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely take Tyreek Hill for Aaron Jones and Keenan Allen all day long. Uh, we'll go with but Lambert's. The, the Jesse James was just a toss-in. I needed a bi-week fill-in from a tight end. Yeah. That's all that was. Who, who's your running backs again? Saquon, Nick Chubb. Uh, Saquon, Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Saquon, Nick uh, Chubb. Elijah McGuire. I got Ronald Jones, Royce Freeman. So you got a Ronald Jones, Royce. I mean, you're this is a 16 team league, and you got potentially four or five starters, or at least starting caliber running backs next year. You can get your Aaron Jones is completely expendable yeah, for he's you. Expendable for an upgrade. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He's the perfect piece to yep. to use for an upgrade. Absolutely. Boom. So we'll get to Lambert's second trade here, uh, last on his list. Allen Robinson in a first is what he gave for Brandon Cooks in a third. Give me Cooks in the third all day long and graded a B, in my opinion. Uh, Allen Robinson, I didn't like going into the season. I still don't like Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson done nothing. Anthony Miller is the best wide receiver on that team. I'm going to say it he'll, right now. He'll prove it Has next it year. He'll prove it next year. Uh, but Allen Robinson is, uh, it is basically a mirage, and I kind of saw that coming into the season. If you could trade Allen Robinson – and that pick for Brandon Cooks just, and move back a couple rounds. I think you just won that trade absolutely. easily. Absolutely. B, B plus actually for me. Yeah, I mean you. I'm gonna go and uh, he got it's an A because the guy apparent the other guy apparently believes in Allen Robinson a little bit. 
Um, you gave him the first. I mean, you're, you couldn't have traded either one of those players. You couldn't have traded, or you couldn't trade a first and a second for Brandon Cooks. There's just no way. And you couldn't have traded just Allen Robinson in a second for Cooks. I think and Cooks definitely the premier player in the in the deal. You know, he, he won. You know, I've noticed when I switch the camera to just arms, we drop five viewers instantly. <laughs> and then when I go when I go in a different direction, like watch, we've got one viewer right now. It went down from like seven. I'm gonna turn it to knit. Hey, and uh, come on back, oh, hey. baby, come back. Now here in just a few Probably minutes, females. it'll jump up to like four or five, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Lambert, thanks for calling in. We're going to clear the line in case someone else wants to call in, which at this point is seeming oh, yeah, you're good. unlikely because everyone's at work. Who Who's working these evenings, man? Like get, get you a, get you a me, job in, in, uh, fantasy get, footballers. Yeah. Nine to five. Get you a nine to five. <laughs> no doubt. No not, doubt. Not a five to, to two in the morning. Lambert. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, hey, appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Night, Lambert. See ya. All right. So the next trade, not Lambert's, but our good buddy, Chris Williard, who also does a little work for Sleeper Wire. This one, this is a, this is a, a very interesting trade to me. He says Keenum, Case Keenum, or Marcus Mariota. You know what? I kind of like what Marcus Mariota did this past week against a, a – Dallas defense that was flying around the field showed some poise in the pocket, showed some poise getting out of the pocket, made some plays in the passing game. To me, you can uh, there's a lot of upgrades to Case Keenum, and sadly, as much as a Mariota uh, against Mariota was to start the season through most of the season, Mariota's an upgrade. He gives you a, the possibility of scoring a rushing touchdown, not like a Cam Newton or anything like that, but he does give you the possibility of getting 25 to 60 rushing yards and possibly a touchdown each week. So give me give me that possibility. They're equal they're equal in the passing game. Uh equal in the passing game, but just give me give me a little bit of Mariota's legs to put that over the top for me. Before I pass it on to Arms for his take, here's my take on Case Keenum or Mariota. Who do you trade one for the other? And there's only one answer for me. You trade Case Keenum for Mariota in a heartbeat. And I am the epitome of a Mariota hater. I do not like Marcus Mariota. I probably never will. But Case Keenum is not good. It is proven. It's a fact. Mariota is injury prone and on a terrible offense. If but. Mariota, if, if Tennessee moves on from Mariota, you could possibly have an asset depending on where he goes. Case Keenum, not an asset no matter what. So trade your non-asset for a possible asset. It's a no-brainer to me, and it is a, it's a B. I graded a B uh, because Case Keenum is a throwaway. He's on waivers in some leagues. Mariota's not because he's young, and there is potential uh, for him to move on to a different team and possibly revive his career. Keenum, no possibility for that. Arms, what do you think? Keenum, Mariota? I mean, I think they're both hot garbage, to be honest with you. But if you are in trying to make the playoff push right now, right say, now. let's say you're stacked the rest of the way around, I'd, I want Case Keenum in this trade. I don't Dang, think... What? Yeah. Mario, neither, first off, neither one of them are guaranteed their job next year. 
Ne- yeah, neither, but, neither one of them. But, but if one of them goes elsewhere, who do you, I, there's a 70 point gap in, in their scoring. It's five points a game. So even if you count out the uh, the difference in one, uh, and their per game average, yeah, their per game okay. average is 23 versus I think 18. Um, Keenum's the better quarterback out of the two. He didn't really lose as much as one would think when he lost to Marys Thomas because Cortland Sutton's there. He's got running backs who can actually get it freaking done out of the backfield. You throw, I mean, having Philip Lindsay and having Royce Freeman out there, just throwing those short passes can turn into a 60 yard touchdown. We are talking dynasty and long term, though. And Keenum is way closer to being benched than Mariota. Both of them need replaced. Like, neither one of them are that good. I can't imagine that this is – I can't imagine whoever's making this trade with one of them as their starting quarterback has a great team, unless they're stacked the rest of the way around. But right now, I want Case Keenum. I, I have no faith in Marcus Mariota turning around his career. Nit, Nit has a trade he wants graded. I do. I do. It's one I made earlier this year. Uh, me being in the midst of a very lucky sitting at 500. Are, are you going to grade your own? Yeah, I want you okay. guys' analysis of this trade I made. Because I'll give you the full background of it, man. Uh, I was sitting with Dak Prescott as my quarterback with a 500 team, but but somehow in the lead for the wild card. I had to make a move. I also had Jimmy G, who I was relying on as my number one. Obviously on IR, so I traded Jimmy G and a first, a mid-round first at worst, uh, Jimmy G and a first for Tom Brady in a dynasty league short term. Puts me major upgrade over Dak Prescott, doubling points per game, probably a 15-point swing there, maybe better on a high week. Who won that trade? Uh, I believe you did because Nick Mullins is the future <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Nick Mullins isn't the future in San Francisco more than likely, but it, you're in a win-now situation. So to me, that's a clear A. You're not going to get anywhere with Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. I'm going to start not going to get anywhere Garoppolo. with Not getting anywhere with Dak Prescott as my starting quarterback. Correct. Definitely not getting anywhere with Dak Prescott. So I like the deal, and uh, it paid off because you already are plus one in the win column since the deal. Yeah. Add-on that I got with Sean McCoy is a depth running back and kicked over a third, too. So uh, I I felt very comfortable. I I was ravaging a team that was trying to rebuild. Oh, so I ravaged him for TB12. I, and I feel good. I feel very good about yeah, it that. It feels good. You should feel good about it. If you're trying to win now, you're not going to do it with Dak Prescott. I'm in, I'm in a very similar situation, I believe, the same league with Derek Carr. You know, I didn't. I never went out and got that second quarterback because I'm like, you know what, Carr. It was after the season. He looked really good. Was an MVP candidate, and he's pretty much been down since then. I wish I could trade for Tom Brady right now. I mean, regardless of what else I had to toss in with it, but you know what? I think you did well by you know getting yourself in a win now situation. Man, I saw that come through on the live Twitter. If you can, real quick, send it again. I'm going to write it down as fast as I can. Pretty sure it's the same guy that sent the first one. God. Man, it's hard. It, it's it so disappears tough. so fast. How did my church do that? Please call a 740. He's like, what he actually sent was, get that fat bald dude off of it. Oh, there. <laughs> done. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm not bald, but I, I am a little fluffy. Okay, so until he sends that trade right back through for us to grade, uh, we're going to move on to the next one. Our boy, Matthew Bruning, uh, you can find him on the Twitter. He also does a podcast. He does a great job at it, but Bruning Heck asks yeah. Tyreek 
for Kittle and a 2020 first. Ooh, that's so far off, it man. It really is. You're you're committed there. I love Kittle, man. I do. If this was Kittle in a first next year, and, and again, I don't know the roster makeup or anything like that. Um, maybe, maybe I can side with Kittle in a first. Um, but man, we've already talked about Tyreek and, and how I feel about him. Number four right now, and I think he's getting better somehow, some way. They're going to design more ways to get him the ball over a Sammy Watkins or a who else is there? Uh, DeAnthony Thomas. Or, yeah. I mean, they're they're going to figure out ways to get Tyreek the Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek the, the Hill. They got Chris Conley, Demarcus Robinson. I was like they. Travis it's Kelsey. Basically, got three people in addition to the running back. I mean, I love Kittle. You guys know how much I love Kittle. I do. I, we do. It's all Kittle down the middle for me. I think he's he's great. Yep. But there goes our listeners. But you got to man. You've got Tyreek Hill. There's like a 40, 50 point gap in their production. Unless you are just stacked at wide receiver and you have no tight end production, you've got it. You've got to take Tyreek Hill in the steal. I agree. And, uh, and if, to me, a twenty twenty first is just too far away. It is. It's, it's too, too far off. I, I'm, I mean, some leagues fold before then. True. Okay, Bruning had another one. Jordan Howard in a first or Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb, man. Nick Chubb. If you if you have Nick Quick Chubb. Yeah, no, yeah, if you if you have Nick Chubb, you've already hit on the first. So why get rid of him for a first? And I don't believe in Jordan Howard. Again, Tyree, Tyree Cohen's a le- legitimate threat. That offense is getting more and more uh, balanced, sadly. Like, like it's getting more balanced, and it's going away from Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's game flow is when they're up big, and frankly, the Bears can they can be up big against bad offenses because that defense is shut down. Uh, but give, give me Chubb, man. He's, our, he's the future of Cleveland. He's going to remain the future of Cleveland for a long time. Yari hit on him. Keep him. Do not get rid of Nick Chubb for a first and a running back that's deteriorating, production going down, volume going down, getting lost in that offense. All right. Arms, what do you got? Man, I mean. Howard in the first or Chubb? If it was a different draft class, you know, this just doesn't appear to be that great of a draft class is my biggest issue. Um, I'm going to go with Chubb. I think Chubb for the rest of the year is a better running back. I think next year there's no question that he's the the number one hands down. Um, he can play both uh, phases of the game. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can definitely run it. Um, and he's explosive. He's more, far more explosive than Jordan Howard ever thought of being. I mean, give me give me Nick Chubb in this. And I mean, I I love first round draft picks, but unless I'm like in some sort of rebuild mode, like I'm going to go with Chubb and. At, at that, I mean, even if I'm in rebuild mode, man, you got to hit on that first. You still got to hit, and what's Jordan Howard going to do for you? Someone say something about Duke Johnson in this, though. Duke. So you, want, I mean, where are you at on it? Uh, I, I'm all about Chubb, and the only reason being is, again, I take picks and I wipe my rear end with them and I throw them away. Jordan Howard, to me, has been outperformed by Tariq Cohen. Give me Chubb. Give me that unknown. Give me that possibility that he turns into an elite back. I'm not saying he will, but give me that possibility. Jordan Howard, it's just hit and miss, and it's too inconsistent. I'm I'm going to gamble and take the risk and give that pick and Howard for Chubb all day long, and I grade that trade a B. In PPR, there's a 16-point production difference 
Nick Chubb didn't start at the for like the first three or four games, maybe yeah. five. The, 16 points. I mean, what's Jordan Howard doing for you? Here in the last few weeks, he's looked all right, but do you expect Jordan Howard to get in the end zone every week? Because if he doesn't, he pretty much doesn't get you double digits. Nick Chubb looks like he's going to do that going forward. Mm. 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 You got another one up for us? We got uh, at Gotham City DG23 on Twitter. Uh, this is a lengthy one, so anybody wants to call in and interrupt this one, 740-395-1323. By the way, if you're putting it through the live tweet, try to DM us if, if we're not getting it quick enough. Yeah, because it just fades away after that. But uh, Gotham City DG23 says, uh, Christian McCaffrey, this this is one I've been waiting to talk about. Christian, I'm going to need to write this down. That's what I'm know. doing. Christian McCaffrey, Jimmy Graham, and Chris Godwin. Hold up. Jimmy... Grant, CMC, CMC, Jimmy G, the other one, Jimmy Graham, yep, and Chris Godwin, who is had a surprisingly good year, solid season, looks like a long term player. Um, Now I hate to throw these in there, but he threw them in there. A round fifteen, twenty twenty keeper pick, and a round thirteen keeper pick. The thirteen's in twenty twenty. The fifteen is this coming season. But basically, CMC, Jimmy Graham, Chris Godwin. Four, Kamara, Tyreek, and Burton. Now he knows Who, whoever, what our he knows what our grade is. This is not the the point of this one is not a grade, even though we're all going to give it an A. I assume because give me Kamara, Tyreek, and Burton all day long over CMC, Jimmy Graham, or, and Chris Godwin, or Kamara all day or, long, or Tyreek. I mean, either one of them, and and add in Burton. I'll take that. Just either one of them. Heck yeah. I wouldn't do it for just Tyreek, but but the but Kamara, Tyreek, and Burton for those guys, CMC, Jimmy Graham, Chris Godwin, all day. But his what main, were the keepers? What were the keeper pick? Keeper uh, rounds? Round fifteen in this coming season. But, Not sure what his like. Uh, I was going to say is, what but, what is your number of keepers? I mean, if that's your if that's first rounder, but still, most of the talents off the board at that point. Didn't get that info, unfortunately, but. Give me Kamara and Tyreek all day. And and the question with this, not necessarily grade it, because it's an A. If you got Kamara and Tyreek and Trey Burton for It's an F guys, the other way, though. You slayed it. Oh, yeah, it's an F the other way. Uh, should the league be upset? Should the league be upset? Yeah, the, absolutely. Mo- members of the league were saying that it messes with the integrity of the league. Do we agree with that? Oh yeah, absolutely. This this is a voidable or revocable trade right here. I mean, Kamara is more than slightly better than Christian McCaffrey, and he's really good. Uh, Burton's Burton and Jimmy Graham's just kind of a wash, and then Tyreek. I'd rather have Burton though, long term. Yeah, I'd rather have Burton over Jimmy G uh, long term. But I don't I don't see them as I don't see Burton as a keeper. You know, an off season keeper. But if you're if you're keeping twelve players, you probably will keep him. Maybe, but uh, and then Tyreek is just head and shoulders better than than Chris Godwin, even though Chris Godwin's been solid. I mean, it's win 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 on one side. Yeah, you're giving away a couple. <laughs> so at Liam at Le- Lamont eighty seven, while I'm pointing at this, yeah. is that Peyton Manning? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peyton, we got Peyton on the show. Uh, I'm just voicing over. Look at that long neck. <laughs> <laughs> My forehead's not even exposed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this definitely uh, uh, there's some integrity issues with this trade. This is voidable, revocable, uh, hands down, man. I I don't understand it. 
Uh, I don't understand giving up those those two players, Kamara and Tyreek. No. That's just get rid of some. Get the commission on the line, Lamont. Lamont, you should call into the show. That that's just too good. Roast me seven four zero three nine five one three two three. It's posted on the uh, the the Twitter. I, it's our newest post as well. I'm I, a Tennessee fan, so that's a uh, that's Peyton. a compliment to me. This is Peyton Manning right here. <laughs> he uh, Peyton is on the show. Peyton, how are you doing today? Oh, uh, well, you know. I'm doing fine down here in Rocket Top. Not some too far from your and... actual voice. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, what, what's that Redskins play? Uh, uh, Trent Murphy is also here. Oh, God. We, we also have oh, defensive yeah. uh, lineman Trent Murphy. Outside linebacker now. Thank well, you. Whatever the hell he is. Uh, Dude, he's a humongous man. I'm, I'm 5'10". He's like 6'6". Right. Six, six. We have a DM of a trade that... that uh, it's from B.R. Moore. I'm and, more, and, I'm more, and I will agree, that is a revocable trade at that point. Okay. you, you got to revoke that. I mean, Kamara and Tyreek is just way too much to give up for them. And to add Burton into that, man, Burton's a young, solid tight That's end. ridiculous. What All was right. that, Peyton? It's ridiculous. It was bad. Lance, Go ahead. Get it Lance off. That's ridiculous. Now, now that he's Peyton, he don't want to be on the camera. Okay, so anyways, Brendan Armour. I hope I'm saying your name right, dude. Can't call right now. Sorry. It's all good, brother. It's all good. Okay, here we go. He has uh he has a playoff team, Brandon does, with one startable quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations on that, Brandon. Yeah. Uh and got Rivers and Julio for Jimmy G, AJ Green, Deshaun Hamilton, I assume, and a twenty twenty first. He got Rivers and you Julio. Just won. You won. For Jimmy G, AJ Green, Hamilton in the twenty twenty first, yeah, you you won you won. I mean, that's uh, hey, I think we just got an Instagram question. Might be a bad trade there. I mean, that's that's pretty lopsided to me. I mean, to get Rivers and Hulu, that's that's a huge huge boom for your team. Peyton, what's your thoughts on this? That, no, well, I'm my brother Eli. I'm assuming one is starting one quarterback, starting two quarterbacks. I mean, uh, it, it looks, yeah, but yeah. It, it you know to have the depth of the playoff runs not a bad idea. Yeah, losing, either way, losing Jimmy G's no big deal. Losing Deshaun Hamilton's no big deal. A twenty twenty first, that's far away. So it's basically AJ Green for Julio and Rivers, in my opinion. If you're a playoff team, um, and AJ Green's out a while, yeah, you got to take that into account. So you're a playoff team. AJ Green's going to miss some time. You just landed Julio and a great contingency I don't care if AJ plan. Green's completely healthy and playing the best season of his career. I'm still taking that trade with Julio. No, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's, Rivers. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad of a deal, though, because uh, you're saying Jimmy G as in Jimmy Garoppolo, not the other Jimmy G, Jimmy Graham we just I talked about. I kind of assumed Graham, but I bet you're right. It's Garoppolo. I, I'm thinking what it is. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, AJ Green for Philip Rivers, Julio. I mean, that's, he's, the Jimmy, only, he's the only Jimmy G. Jimmy G so much in the last hour and a half that it just threw me way off yeah i i don't think it's that lopsided i mean if you believe in the touchdown producer that aj green is when he's on the field um uh, but what's Deshaun you can Hamilton? get you it, it, you can give away jg jimmy g and aj green to acquire rivers for the stretch run and julio uh i don't think giving away i don't i don't want to give away jimmy g necessarily long term for philip rivers but i understand it again he said he's a playoff team so go ahead and get the solid backup, or if it's a two QB league, you're, you're getting never, a starter. I was going to say you're never going to play Jimmy Garoppolo if you have Pat Mahomes. 
Right. Yeah, that's true too. So you you might as well get away with it and pick up whoever ends up being your backup next year. But uh, yeah, Dude, thought, you, you won. You won getting Rivers and Julio now for a stretch run playoff getting team. Get rid absolutely. of an injured receiver. Yeah. I I actually like Julio more than AJ. Far and away, they're the same age. Not too. far and away. Really. I don't know. Julio's man. a perennial top five receiver. AJ Green's a top ten ish. Perennial guy. top ten. At I mean, the risk of losing some of you. Yeah. <laughs> Julio is, is now he might, but either one of them might only play two or three more years. But super I, flex. It's a super flex leave. Oh, okay. Leave. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you, then you won for you definitely you, won. You won for the stretch you run won because you got Philip Rivers as a super flex now. Heck yeah. Boom. Harbaugh <laughs> blowing us up. Boom. That's beautiful then. That that makes more sense to me now to give up Jimmy G and AJ Green. Good good win getting Rivers and Julio. Agreed. Recap it. Agreed. I love it. Okay, so the Thanks next Thanks for clarifying one. that. Uh live clarification. I love that. Live clarification. Call in someone. You'll be on the show and you'll be on the YouTube channel. Uh we got League of Irrelevance uh message just on Twitter. Said just traded Clement for a mid third and a high fourth in Dynasty. Pretty uneventful trade, but I'm wondering if you think Clement will ever amount to much. Me take per- it away. Yeah, me, take it away, Personally, Bart. I had high hopes for Corey Clement going into the season. Uh, those didn't come to fruition. I don't see a third-year breakout in Corey Clement's future. Uh, I, I have to say, if I had Clement and was offered a mid-third and a high-fourth, I'm going to take it. I, I, I just You have to be quick to move on from some guys, or you're just going to get hit by the train. Correct. Yeah, this is this is the time. It, it was the time to move him a while back. It was the if time you could to move foresee him a while this, back. and we didn't foresee it either. So I mean, it's it, it's just one of those things. It didn't work out. You have to cut your losses and move on and grab that third and the fourth before you can get nothing for him. Uh, if that's the way it goes, and and it looks like that's the way it's going to go. That was a beautiful catch, by the way. Thanks. Uh, but Thank yeah, you. that yeah, give me the third and the fourth over Corey Clement all day long. Do you guys have any opinion on that? I, I agree a hundred percent. I love Corey Clement. I wanted him to be good. I, I do. You still love him? No, that's the, that's the problem. Now you ain't got no love. Three Corey. of his last five weeks playing, he's a double digit guy. But the problem is, even with sixteen carries, he musters fifty six yards against the Colts. So you're going yard per at, yard per carry is is the issue there. He's just he's not doing enough with what he gets. It's just get the third and the fourth. Hopefully, you didn't need Clement as as any sort of a, a flex play because you shouldn't have been having him as a starter to begin with. So get the third and the fourth and try to hit on that. I mean, because odds are you're going to be able to pick up a third down back or, you know, a receiver that's got potential, a tight end, something that's going to give you more production that might actually play for your team in the future than what Clement will for the next two or three years. Here's what I'll Before say. Before he's out of the league, by the way. What you say, uneventful as in it was a third and a fourth. You're getting rid of Corey Clement for a third and a fourth. That's what it was, right? Yes. Okay. I The ship has sailed on selling him. To me, I know I just said like that's not a bad trade. I I actually think you hang on to Corey Clement for a third and a fourth. Again, those are flyers. Uh, you might get a good defensive player if you're playing IDP that late. Um, I, I would actually hang on to Corey Clement. The flashes of his production in the Super Bowl are still burning in the back of my mind. Oh, I, I I understand the yards per carry this year has been dreadful, but understand this Philadelphia offense has not hit its stride yet. Now, has it not because it's Corey Clement and and there's no threat running the ball? I don't know. I don't know. Watching it just seems like they're all a little off. Carson's a little off. Alshon's been steady. Ertz has been steady. But it just seems like the offense as a whole has been off. Is that Corey Clement's problem? 
getting to you in a second, Harbaugh. Not. I'll just end it on. I would. I would hold on to him. I'm. I'm still a little bit of a Clement believer. Clement's based just on those never going to be a feature guy. Is the biggest issue I have. But I think. But I mean, what are you going to get for third and fourth? And uh, hope, if you're playing IDP, which hopefully you're playing IDP, because yeah, you know we're big fans of that. Um, that's you where hit on you're going to hit on a linebacker, maybe a safety, something like that, or a tight end. You know, you're going to find something there in that third and fourth rounder. I think it's going to provide you more value on your team for the future than Corey Clement will for the next th- two or three years. And, and the other, I'm I'm kind of flip flop. I am flip flopping on this. I mean, you don't see uh, running back struggle for two years. Damn Mannings flip flopping. Yeah, I know you don't see running back struggle for a couple of years and then take off. It's they never really struggle. They just don't get playing time. Go back to like Arian Foster or something. Someone who didn't do anything for a couple of years. Wasn't because he wasn't good. He, was on he the just practice squad. Yeah, he was on the practice squad, and he never had not when he got his opportunity. Is great. Corey Clements had his opportunity. The ship sailed, but but at the core of this is to me, the third and the fourth isn't enough. It's to not get, a lot of value. I'll give you that. I mean, he could put up like Philip Lindsay numbers, you know, something like that over the course of his career, be a solid third down back, and eh, hold on to him. I would kill to have Corey Clement. Putting up Phil Blinsey numbers. That's true for Clement. Okay, this is going to be a quick one because this is a lot of players that Harbaugh just asked us about. So he's in a. uh, This is a trade bait question. Writing them down. Who can he get rid of for some decent assets in the future? uh, In this dumpster fire league, he has Stafford, Edo Smith, Nick Chubb, uh, Cooper Cup, Rashard Higgins, Ian Thomas. Not sure why I'm mentioning Ian Thomas. Status. Josh Gordon, Doug Baldwin. Uh, AJ Green, AJ Green, the wide receivers are sticking out to me. If you're really Same wanting here. to move some and get assets, I would have no qualms about moving Baldwin, Gordon, or AJ Green to acquire future assets. He's also got uh, Smallwood. Don't think you can trade him for anything. Keenum, unless your name is Arms, you don't think you can trade him for anything. <laughs> I don't uh, even like Keenum. I just like him better. Than Mary you Anna. just made love to the guy live on the friggin' air. Who was uh, the other ru- John Brown? I'd move him in a heartbeat to go acquire some kind of a future asset. Yes, uh, Darius Geis. I'd think about it. I would keep him. I would think about moving Darius Geis if somebody was high and you could grab. I th- he needs. He wants multiple. I think he's looking for multiple assets for the future, and that's a piece that could get you those multiple assets. Arms has been trying to trade the old guys a little bit. Uh, not, uh, not getting the love I expected for him. No, not exactly. But, but yeah, it, the wide receivers, Harbaugh, like you're, you know, Harbaugh's great at this stuff, so I'm sure he has an idea of who he wants to move, but for opinion's sake, Gordon, Baldwin, A.J. Green are guys I'd be looking at to move for, to looking, acquire future now, assets. I would keep Cooper Cup. Like I'd, oh, I definitely keep Cooper Cup. I mean, Cup. Cooper Cup's Cup a, was in a stellar yeah, receiver. But I'm looking to pair like Gordon and Baldwin or Green and Baldwin to try to get you know a premier player out of one of those guys. That's I, what. Let, let me hold up. Let me stop you. That is he saying he wants to acquire like a two for one. Yeah, is he trying to get better players? Uh, yeah, two for one, or is he trying to get assets as far as building like, for the future? He really doesn't have a winning team in this league right at the moment, but he's got some assets he could move. Sorry to cut you off. I was just trying to understand what what the. Uh, he also said, "Cup is my bay. He ain't leaving my side." I'm agree, with you. agree, a hundred percent. There, Jews. My bad. I'm not going to steal the show. Yeah. You can go back to you. Uh, my, my thing bad. is, Josh Gordon is you know one failed drug test away from never playing football again. Doug Baldwin's got a bad, two bad knees. I mean, we don't know how much. 
much longer his career is going to last. He's like 30. He's approaching 30. Yeah, he quickly he, approached 30. He's getting up there and he's a smaller guy. So, you know, the the beating's going to wear on him a little bit more than most. Um AJ Green's getting up there. Like like I said, Baldwin, Gordon Green, John Brown, I'm taking those four players and I'm trying to double them up to get a good receiver out of each one of them. Pair. Each pair. However you compare them now. What I'm not going to do is I'm not pairing Gordon and Green to get one receiver because yes. then you're looking at Baldwin and Brown and you're getting nothing yes. of substantial value out of that. You look at, you know, Gordon and Green are your your A players and you Baldwin you, you, and Brown are your Bs. Yeah, and to me it's to me if I'm going to pair it, I'm going to go Green and Brown and I'm going to do Gordon and Baldwin and I'm going to try to upgrade at both of the from both those guys, both those pairs. But the uh, other thing, was, was there another quarterback other than Stafford mentioned in that? Keenum. Keenum. Okay, that no. Uh Man, I, I'm I'm targeting a quarterback now. Our all of our draft strategies is wait on wait on a quarterback as late as you can. Man, with Cooper Cup on there, maybe an idea is go out and try to target a Jared Goff. You know, pair Goff and Cup stack them, stack them, baby. AJ Green, it's going to probably cost get that you. done. Yeah, AJ Green and Stafford or something like that for for Jared Goff. I don't know if the Jared Goff owner is in it, like the middle of a playoff run or something like that and doesn't want to downgrade to a, to a Stafford even to acquire AJ Green. But I'm looking with this team, this roster makeup here. I got to improve at, at quarterback. Maybe you take a flyer on Jimmy G or something like that. Like, I don't know that I, maybe Stafford Brown. I don't know if, I, if I'm the Jimmy G owner. I don't do, know if I do get you rid of it. you contact the Baker Mayfield owner and say, well, you know. Eh, yeah. I don't know that Baker's ever going to be better than Stafford is my issue with that. I'm, just, I'm thinking from a youth standpoint. Stafford's okay. been in the league for quite a while. Right, I'm I'm with you there. But uh, this roster makeup screams go, get, go upgrade at quarterback and then do the two-for-one. Uh, on a wide receiver. I mean, I, I'm trying to hang on to Chubb. I'll be honest with you. I'm trying Chubb to hang on. Geez. I'm trying to hang on Darius Geis as well. I love him. He, I mean, but pretty much all consensus. He was the number two or three running back coming out this year. You know, a lot of people liked it was Saquon. And to me, watching what Darius Geis did in college in the SEC, the he's the angriest runner I've seen in the past ten years coming out of the SEC. Uh, he he's not one of the Alabama products that are just lumbering. He hits people. He doesn't get hit. He reminds me in high praise, and I know he's not not this guy, but he's got this type of potential. He's got like a Herschel Walker type potential. He he's fast, Whoa. he's strong, Whoa, indeed. He's fast, he's strong, and he he's a three he's down. He's not back. that big though. And and look what Papal Peterson's doing behind that uh, Redskins that offensive, offensive line. line. Yeah. And you've got a solid quarterback with him. Darius Geis is going to have a fine career once he gets on the field and is healthy. Yeah, it, and let's just call it what it is. Adrian Peterson was a stopgap for the torn ACL that uh, that that Darius guy suffered preseason. Man, I I I agree with you 100. percent He's the angriest runner, maybe not, but he has quickness too. I mean, he's the punt returner at LSU, yeah. you know, so he has uh, open field juke ability, but it, he'll also run you over. Like I, I love Darius guys, especially if you have this roster makeup. If you have this roster makeup and you're building for the future with it, you gotta keep him. You gotta keep Chubb. You don't move him. Love that you're already keeping Cup. Did I misspell Cup? Cup with a K. Jeez. <laughs> but uh, the K Cup. The K Cup. No, dude. I, I I I like this team makeup, and I think you're absolutely correct on trying to build for the trying to upgrade at several positions. I agree with this team. Tight end. Was there a tight end mentioned? 
And uh, I think he was good at tight end. I want to say he had Kelsey. Something else to to take into consideration just a little bit. Oh God, no, you don't. It, he, I, yeah, no tight end to me. Go get Kittle, dude. Yeah, dude, go oh, get Kittle. Man. Trade trade Josh Gordon for Kittle. Man, that, that's exactly where I was going. Man, to me, we're you're kind of on the uh, two for one on wide receivers. Me, my my strategy here is go get your quarterback, go Stafford in one of these receivers, hopefully John Brown, upgrade at quarterback, something like that, and then go get a Kittle, man. Especially dude. if the Kittle owner is like also the Ertz owner or a Kelsey owner, dude. someone who's got, I've got this great guy and Kittle's never going to see the field. Needing a wide receiver. Yeah, I, and that happens, you know. Maybe you can also scrounge a pick out of him. I know? love tight ends. I yeah. do too. I, I feel like you have to win the tight end position more than wide receiver. And there's only about four guys who's going to absolutely win that position for you. Let's uh, let's get to Harbaugh's other Also, trade. maybe target Evan Ingram. Mm. Uh, down season, he was really solid last year. If they get John some- Brown, John Brown for Evan Ingram might be – you can get that straight up. That's fair. Which side do we like more? Josh Gordon, a 2019 second and third – or David Njoku and Royce Freeman, man, that is tough. Say it again. It is Josh Gordon, a second and third in the upcoming draft, or David Njoku and Royce Freeman. Oh man, give me give me Josh Gordon, man. They went to Josh Gordon late in the game to seal the deal. They went to him on the uh, fake screen to 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 get the touchdown. What I meant about sealing the deal, they it, you know they were under like three minutes against the Packers. I believe they threw on second down. They elected throw on second down to pick up the first, and Tom Brady went to Josh Gordon on a quick slant. He's a monster over the middle. He's a monster with the ball in the hand. He does have he's one suspension, uh, one one bad uh, decision away from being suspended probably for life. But then again, you're only giving up in Joku and Royce Freeman. I'm not a big Royce Freeman fan. Uh, plus, you get a second and third. I'd trade the second. No, I won't say that. I, I like getting Josh Gordon for those uh, mid-level players at best. As much, I kind of do too. As much as Royce Freeman is, you know, possibly could take the 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 game away from Phil Lindsay. Phil Lindsay could do the same thing back to him. Yeah. Um, right. Either one of them could be relegated relegated to you know situational downs. I love getting rid of yeah. that play, uh, Royce Freeman. Getting rid of that. I mean. A lot of it depends on your roster construction because if you've got a god awful tight end, I, I, Josh Gordon scares crap out of me. I mean, it's we've seen him, we, but we've seen him mess it up two or three times already in Cleveland. Okay, in Cleveland, and and Aaron Hernandez killed somebody in uh, whenever he's with New England, right? Uh, fair enough. Fine. Like it's not like it's this completely unstoppable you know everyone's a good guy all of a sudden whenever they go to new england it's better though it is better it is better but man tom brady could be gone next year and what's that do to josh gordon's value Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with (sighs) josh gordon was good with who throwing in the ball Uh, like nine different people (laughs) yeah i mean uh, i i'm more than anything let me try the selfie mode here more than anything I like getting rid of Njoku, and I like getting rid of, of, of Royce Freeman. Plus, you get rid of those. At best, you get Josh Gordon for several year, productive years, if not, you know, like six. Plus, you get a second and third as a 
throw in at this point, but if Josh Gordon goes, you can hit on them. I man, I I like it, it better if it's an IDP league. I will tell you that one. I right. like the Gordon side better if it's IDP. And Joku and Royce Freeman are just so unquestionably expendable. Like I I, I keep throwing the expendable. Those players I just I do not on want. Njoku. I, I disagree on Njoku. I, still, I want Josh Gordon. But Njoku is still an asset in my opinion. I, I just, that's all I got to say on that part. But go, give me Gordon all day long, even even at the risk that he may get booted out of the league. But I do think Njoku is an asset. But I'm I'm not gonna take Njoku over a uh, wide receiver that is a safe start week in and week out from probably last week on. Uh, Njoku's good, but the tight end landscape. Truth is, you can go out and grab Chris Herndon and get the same production currently. Something similar. I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about but that. But not expendable. I mean, I wouldn't just toss him by the he, way. He's going to be the starter there for a few years. I mean, he's a first-round draft pick, and they're they're obviously committed to giving him the ball. He's got 11 and 12 targets in consecutive games at one point this season. Let's let's get on. They're, surprisingly, they have poured in over the last 20, 30 <laughs> minutes through email, through DM. It's going to be an early, um, early morning for me. Yeah, yeah. So Same we're going to we're gonna bust these out. We've got Riff Raff Kamish. Uh, you can check him out on Twitter. Good website. Uh, he emailed us a handful of trades. Uh, the commish sends Julian Edelman. A, da, 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 no, Mark Mark sends the commish. Julian Edelman. The commish sends back Jordan Howard and Sammy Watkins. Mm, this is a. I think he said it's a keeper. I think it's a three 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 player keeper. And I don't want to keep any of those guys necessarily. Uh, it, man, that just that just depends. Review it again. Edelman. Edelman for Jordan Howard and Sammy Watkins. I, I've got to know the record and the team makeup on this one. But if this is a keeper league, I'm probably going to go with Edelman because I'm prob- Jordan Howard's probably not going to be one of my three keepers, nor is Sammy Watkins. I can only assume you're fighting for a playoff spot, so I like Edelman in it. Uh, I give the uh, I give the Edelman side a, a, a C plus. I'm gonna just jump in get get the camera on me and off of me real quick. Uh, I like Edelman, man. If you're if you're in a playoff push, uh, we just talked about Josh Gordon and how Tom Brady sealed the deal with him. They had plays set up for him, but then again, Jordan uh, uh, Julian Edelman is the safety blanket there. Gronk has shown nothing. James White. Has been a pass catcher, obviously. Sonny Michelle's coming back though this week, so I, I to me, this offense is going to get better than what it is. Just a hair, and Julian Edelman's going to stay a focal point, a safety blanket for Tom Brady nonstop through the rest of the year. I really like acquiring Edelman over Sammy Watkins. I actually expect Sammy Watkins to digress a little bit in that Kansas City offense. He's been good; he'll stay decent, but I like the upgrade of Edelman over Sammy Watkins. Jordan Howard just doesn't do it for me, as mentioned before. If you don't have anyone else you're planning on keeping, maybe go with the Jordan Howard Watkins side, but Edelman to me out of the three of these guys is the only only potential keeper you've got. So give me Easy that analysis. Easy analysis. On on to the next one. The Sausage King. Love that name. The Sausage King. He won this trade. He won this trade just because his name's the Sausage King. So the Sausage King uh, trades T.J. Yeldon, A.J. Green, and Amari Cooper. He just won. If, to, he, got, if he got rid of that. <laughs> he got rid of A.J. Green, Amari Cooper, T.J. Yeldon. He receives uh, CMC Chester Rogers. 
Ooh. weird one there. And Christian Kirk. So essentially, CMC and Kirk for Yeldon, Green, and Cooper. Give me... Yeah, that running back trumps everything. Give me CMC and Kirk all day long. Absolutely. Uh, I grade that side an A. Absolutely. Uh, because that's... The There's nothing side. about Yeldon in a keeper league that I'm keeping. A.J. Green is a tradable asset right now, and Amari Cooper's not a keeper to me either. CMC is the one true keeper in that whole scenario, and Christian Kirk is a close uh, close third after Christian, A.J. Green. But Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk is a close nice enough to Amari Cooper right now, and he yeah, might be better. He might be better because we don't know what Cooper is oh, anymore man. because he's had his moments with the Raiders his first couple of years, and then what's he done? Like, just... Man, Cooper's just – he's a liability right now. If you're getting Kirk and CMC, you just won the trade. CMC is probably worth the other three players combined. Okay. Okay. And so a, lot of, a lot of that comes from A.J. Green's age, by the way. Oh, man, TJ, getting rid of T.J. Eldon, I, I don't believe that he's going to be much uh, going out the door. Uh, but then again, you had to give away A.J. and Cooper. And not – to me, you – Kirk is less than both of those guys, clearly. Uh, to me, clearly. I, I like Cooper more than Kirk. Uh, Dallas proved that they're going to try to get him the rock. And even though it's Dak Prescott, it, they're going to have to throw at some point. Cooper had that weird stat where he's like the fifth, but he creates the fifth most separation in the league. I think he's it creates That's the most separation in the league. Most, it, by top like, five by at like worst. Two, uh, two and a half yards is something stupid. But he still doesn't catch a damn ball. Yeah, I mean... Oh, that. Uh, this is this is actually a very t- fair trade. It just depends on what you need on it. I love getting CMC. CMC, you're getting a run- he's proven that he's more of a running back this year, as we kind of called out uh, preseason. Plus, he's still getting you some uh, some PPR love. Just Kirk, man. I don't believe in Kirk in that Josh Rosen led offense or whoever's at the helm there. Uh, give me AJ and Cooper side. I'm sorry, but I. I got to go AJ and Cooper as much as I like to get rid of TJ Yeldon, man. Uh, just not enough. It's basically, to me, it's AJ and Cooper for CMC. I'd rather have the two players starting on my team. Okay. So the next one uh, in this league, and man, there is a whole bunch. We can't get to them all. I apologize, man. So we've got uh, Jordan Howard and Corey Davis and 35 future draft dollars. Uh, for Jarvis Landry and Carlos Hyde. Now, who was the first player with Corey Jordan Davis? Howard, Corey Davis, and some football dollars for Jarvis Landry and Carlos Hyde. Man, I, I that is that is a real. I'm gonna call. I'm calling even. I'm calling straight swap on this one, dude. Make there, make a decision. If I had to make a decision. I'm just going to go for that future talent and Corey Davis as my keeper. I'm not keeping Carlos Hyde. Depending on my running back landscape, like Howard is possible, I guess. More possible than Hyde. Corey Davis by a friggin' hair. I, I like Landry. I mean, Landry, with the more comfortable um, Baker Mayfield gets in the NFL, Bang, the, thank you. the better uh, Jarvis Landry ends up becoming, hopefully becoming what he's been before. This To me, Landry's the premier player here, and it, that's the win. Jarvis, whoever got the Jarvis Landry side won. Here's what I'm going to say, man. Carlos Hyde, I, I'm telling you, Carlos Hyde's going to end up being the weekend, week-out starter during the playoff run of fantasy football. Bold. Yeah, it it's a little bold. I mean, Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette. We've talked about this episode, the previous episode. Just he can't get right. And when 
it doesn't take a whole lot to throw him off. And it, one, one little tweak, he's probably going to mail it in. Say, nope, I'm on IR. Jordan Howard, you're not getting production out of anyway. Agreed. Plain and simple. You're just not getting production out of Jordan Howard. He's not a starting caliber running back in fantasy football. Jarvis Landry's a major upgrade against Corey David. Jarvis Landry's sitting at number 17 overall in PPR formats, uh, and he's going to get better. Thank you for saying as he gets more comfortable uh, with Baker Mayfield, he's going to get better. He's still gotten the targets. Yeah. You've gotten the targets all They just got to build the chemistry. I think they're going to convert more targets into catches. Uh, again, getting rid of Hugh, I think it loosens the offense. It loosens the offense a little bit. I like getting Jarvis Landry. I think you upgrade it at both spots, plain and simple, at, by the end of the year. I love the way Carlos Hyde run has been running. And Carlos Hyde will be, even if it's not through this year, Carlos Hyde will be starting on a team next year. Yeah, possibly. But regardless, Jordan Howard, you're not getting production out of Jordan Howard, Correct. so it's an easy give. Carlos you, I could go to uh, Chicago right now and start. Yeah, you're get go get the stud in Jarvis Landry. And yes, he's still a stud. You got you're, one what, more? You're removed from top five? Yeah. You got another for Keep this going. This is Uno Mas. Okay, so we have got. Uh, LaShawn McCoy for Muhammad Sanu and some football dollars. Muhammad Sanu and football dollars. <laughs> you robbed him. Man. LaShawn McCoy is garbage. I don't... I, I don't... But listen... Far and away disagree. McCoy's a, a rental for the rest of the year. He's not playing next year. He, he's a very good backup option. He could have a high week when you... If you badly need him. You know, I, I have him on my squad in my main league right now. Purely... Uh, purely from a, a backup standpoint. And I, I don't have great running backs in that 16-team league. I got Philip Lindsay and uh, and uh, Marlon Mack. I got the three-headed monster in Indy. Uh, but Shady's just kind of my uh, – if one of them gets hurt or Philip Lindsay falls off the map, or he, he's my safety blanket. So more or less, I'd take the running back safety blanket over the the wide receiver safety blanket, to be quite honest. Go ahead. I like, I like McCoy in this deal. Just – Running backs are harder to come by. I'd rather have the safety blanket of a running back than a Muhammad Sanu. Is a, eh, what's he going to do for you? Not when you league. No, I, I agree with I, that. I just don't think McCoy is either. Here, here's uh, We'll throw Not this saying, one out yeah, there. Yeah, I wasn't saying that. Uh, we got Aaron Rodgers and TJ Yeldon and Golden Tate. So Aaron Rodgers, TJ Yeldon, Golden Tate for Zeke Elliott. Ooh. Aaron Rodgers. Just straight up Zeke Elliott. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. TJ Yeldon. Golden Tate for Zeke Elliott. I, I think I want Rodgers and uh, Tate. Rodgers and Tate side. <laughs> I mean, I, Zeke's a special running back. There's no doubt about it, but he's the only thing they have in Dallas. He's getting a ton of production. I mean, he's putting up a lot of yards, but unless you really, really desperately need a running back, um, Aaron Rodgers is still the best quarterback in the game. I mean,. Basically, uh, Zeke has to be a huge upgrade for you, and you have to have a, let's say, a Kirk Cousins level uh, quarterback on your bench to, for that trade to make sense. Yeah. Uh, so the theme of this, uh, this the first uh, trade bait or, or trade analysis show in a while has been get rid of TJ Yeldon at all costs. Like I, I firmly believe that we'll stand by it. Uh, might get burned in the end, but I'm, I'm gonna stand by it right now. TJ Yeldon totally expendable. Uh, Golden Tate, 
just don't know what's going to go on there. I think they're going to try to get him the ball, but then again, there's there's mouths to feed, plenty of them. He's going to be buried in that. Give me Zeke, man. Give me Zeke if you have a if you have a good backup option at quarterback. To, if you're in position to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, I'll take Zeke, even though he's been kind of down. Once again, you've got to have that good quarterback on your bench for for it to make sense for you to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's totally dependent on roster. If, if your backup here. is Dak Prescott or Case Keenum or Derek Carr or someone Eli Manning, no, don't do it. <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. I mean, you got to look at the the total volume here. I mean, I'd rather have Rod, the production that Rodgers and Tate most likely has over your backup quarterback and your number three wide receiver versus the difference between most likely what Zeke's going to put versus your top two running backs. Yeah, Zeke's, Zeke's been kind of off here lately, but I, I fully expect to get him back on. You can make the argument on both ways based on rock, roster makeup here. Yeah, I uh, I gotta go with Zeke. You you don't have many opportunities to acquire a running back of his caliber. Uh, quarterbacks, we we've said it every every Jerry, fantasy Jerry. show says that you can go and grab a good one in the middle of drafts. You don't necessarily need Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers isn't. I, I mean, he's no Patty Mahomes this year. I hate to say that, but Aaron Rodgers is not the end all at quarterback anymore. And if you can get Ezekiel Elliott for Aaron Rodgers and a a grab bag of running backs named TJ Yeldon and a little golden Tate. Like give me Zeke all day long. It's as simple as that. You got to be hurting a running back for me to think, think that makes sense and, and set it back up quarterback. That's all I'm saying. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. We're going to call it. I'll give us, give us a couple more. This is fun. We don't really have much room for a couple more arms. It is fun. I'm five hours but, away uh, from waking up. Yeah. I, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been fun. We'll just have to do it again. Okay, whatever, dude. He's so sad. One more. Look how one sad more. he is. One really? One, yeah, one more. All right. Take okay. a se- take a second. Take a second. Find a good one. How about Th- that? This is a good one because it's it's low key players. Do I need a pen? It's players that we had high hopes for. One of them somewhat delivered, and one just fell flat. Derrick Henry for Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Mike Williams, Mike Williams for D- me too. Derrick Henry might not may not be in the NFL next year. The guy averages like one and a half yards a carry. He's he's garbage. Like he's not. They don't trust Derrick Henry every time to get them one yard. yard. Think about that. A single yard. The guy is six foot three, and they don't trust him to get nine feet. Yeah. <laughs> or not or three feet. Excuse me, three yards and nine feet. They don't trust him to get three feet, and he he should be able to fall forward for that, and he doesn't. Derrick Henry's a terrible running back. Give me Mike Williams all day. Mike Williams. I just I've never liked Derrick Henry, and I'm not about to start now. I, uh, Mike Williams has we third year about breakout that. potential. We talked about that all off season. Don't yeah. get caught up in Derrick Henry. Yeah, and people got caught up in the hype. I don't I don't understand both the non fantasy love for Mike Williams or the uh, Chargers non love for getting this guy the ball more. His is it the last two weeks he has two receptions for 85 yards and two touchdowns, just over. To you know, one one reception, fifty five yards and a touchdown. One reception, thirty yards and a touchdown. Like when they throw him the ball, he seems to get in the end zone. It's crazy. Throw him the ball more. I mean, I realize Tyrell Williams is an okay receiver. Throw him he, the ball. He he is not on the level of Mike Williams. Mike Williams is so much more talented ty- than Tyrell. I expect that to transition into more targets as this year develops. Keenan Allen's still going to do his thing. I know I've talked about Tyreek Hill being the better receiver just to bring his name back up uh in comparison to keenan keenan's still a good receiver i wasn't saying that 
earlier, but uh, I don't understand why they don't throw Mike Williams the ball more. It I expect him to be more of a red zone target. He's scoring for 30-plus yards out. I mean, the guy's a freak. I mean, Williams, six foot four, high points as good as just about anybody in the league. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if this time next year, Mike Williams is the number one receiver in San Diego. Could be. And and they're talking about Keenan Allen being that number two guy or possibly letting him go somewhere else. Yeah, I was about to say, he, he, he becomes a little bit expendable to the Chargers, not to fantasy owners. Yeah. Regardless of where he goes, he's going to be a good receiver fantasy-wise. But uh, Mike, the emergence... I believe in the emergence of Mike Williams. I really do. I mean, he's, he's got five touchdowns already this year. Unlike <laughs> 17 catches. <laughs> 18. 18 catches? 18 catches. Dang. Was, eh. Let's wrap it, fellas. Uh, some of us have to work. Some of us have to uh, go sit and, and look like we're working. <laughs> Apparently, if you're not tired. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy, too, but this has been really fun. This See? has been the funnest episode I think we've ever had. I know how to throw an episode together. <laughs> Dear God. I just, all right. I wish all this stuff was in earlier. Yeah, I know. Twi- hey. Twitter, folks, thanks for joining us. Thanks for yeah. giving us stuff to answer. No doubt. I love uh, it. Everybody that sent in anything, we appreciate it. We'll do this again because there was too much to even go over. Hey, D- DM us the trades you want us to an- analyze yeah. throughout the week so they hold on there and we can just write them down and feed them out to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jinx. Jinx. Dang dang it. All right. Horrible way to end this show. See ya. Peace. Peace. Good night. Another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening. And be sure to give us a review. I thought that episode was going to be like 30 minutes. You can still talk if you want to. No, it just went way better than I thought it was going to with uh, involvement. We appreciate it, guys. We really do. We do. Thank you.